the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And every day, every week, we see in the news the need for people to fulfill the obligations of that most important political office. And we're going to have somebody on in just a minute here who's doing that. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, joined in the studio by Don Dix. And I know our guest only has limited time, so let's get straight to her. Don, you know her better. Why don't you introduce? Well, we, we covered the topic. We're going to talk to Stephanie Yates about who Stephanie has founded a group called Informed Parents of California. We talked about this topic generally at the Unite IE Conservative Conference, and we made the, the argument that unless we get involved and fix our school in a number of key areas and also get churches involved in the political process, we're never going to be able to bail out the Republic of California. Stephanie became aware of a of, of the insidious nature of the uh, sex ed curriculum. And it's not even fair to call it sex ed. There was a tremendous uh, conference in Temecula on Tuesday evening, and Stephanie was one of the speakers. And what I learned that night that I did not know before is that there's been a subtle tweak to the title of this from sex, from uh, comprehensive sex education to comprehensive sexual education. And that's a big change in the language, and it's one that takes us down a very dark road. Stephanie, uh, thank you for being with us, taking time out of a busy day. All full disclosure, we're recording this on Thursday, the day before a statewide sit-out and rally at California Department of Education uh, county offices around the state. Stephanie, welcome to the United IE Radio Show. Thank you, Don, for having me on. Well, it's our pleasure, and Greg alluded to the importance of people getting involved. And I wanted, if, if, you, if you would just take a moment and tell us about the life of Stephanie Yates. You have kids. You are, you are uh, for all intents and purposes, going to be homeschooling your kids. You fought the vaccine issue. You're, you're involved. Tell us a little bit about your this gateway into activism in the sex ed curriculum and what it's led to now. Okay, so I am a mom. I have three children. I have two who have not started school yet, but they will not be going into public school ever. And my oldest, he's in junior high, and this is his last year of public school, and he'll either be private school or homeschooled. I do work almost full-time from home, and then I'm also doing the Informed Parents of California, which is another full-time job. So it's like having three full-time jobs. <laughs> Indeed it is. And Don, Don mentioned yeah. the, the role of the churches, and that was how you first learned about this, through your church. Yes. Yes, it is. I have an amazing pastor, Pastor Jack Hibbs, and he has always been bold and courageous to speak out and to really inform 
us on what's going on. So it was, I guess, when the bill started being introduced, he started letting us know what was going on. He let us know what was going on with the bathrooms, how boys were going to be going into girls' bathrooms and locker rooms. He let us know about the comprehensive sexuality education. He was not able to show us what that looked like, even though he wanted to, but it's so graphic, he can't show to grown adults in church. And I would go home, and I would look for it on the Internet, and I couldn't find anything. And finally, last year, things started um, kind of spilling out, and not just in California. California is the first one to mandate it by law, but all the other states nationwide, they're having the same issue. But it's not mandated by law. There might be a couple states now that have, but ours was the first one. And just recently, the state of Washington, as a result of folks just like you in the state of Washington in February, successfully beat back virtually the same curriculum that has been introduced into California vis-a-vis the California health framework uh, under which this has been done. But you mentioned Jack Hibbs. I just want to say kudos to Jack, Pastor Jack for doing the things that pastors should be doing, raising the awareness of these issues to his congregation. And kudos to you. I, I got to imagine you're not the only person that was impacted by that message, but certainly you're the one that picked the ball up and has run the furthest with it. Um, and Pastor Jack was also at our Unite IE conference uh, encouraging churches and people to push uh, the church leadership to do what he's been doing, Greg. I know we're on the radio, and when we, so we don't we don't have visuals, and we're and we're, we're limited in what we can say. But this is not the sex ed that probably the three of us, and probably most of the uh, you know, forty plus, uh, fifty plus listeners went through back in our back in our thousands, school thousands days. of listeners Greg thousands, thousands, thousands upon thousands yes. thousands thousands upon thousands <laughs> we hope we yes. dream yes. Uh, can you as best you can in words on the radio can you tell us how this is so fundamentally different what they're doing now well first off they're introducing um, sexual orientation gender identity as the TK and it's encouraging and exploration in the framework itself, it talks about challenging um, the children and what they believe about gender. And so they're t- teaching them cha- the word. If you do a word search control F on the on the document and you put in challenging mm-hmm. or challenge, that pops up so many times. So they're ch- they want to they're instructed to challenge the kids and instructing the ch- kids to challenge the parents at a young age. So that's one way. And we're talking about if if we think of it just the superficial level of sexual orientation, gender identity, but what are all the things that go along with that? The depression, the suicide, the um the acts that are performed that are very um unsafe and unhealthy that can cause permanent damage or if not, you know, can also cause death. They're normalizing anal and oral sex for children. That's disgusting, and that's wrong. It's on so many different levels, right? Um, They are teaching our children how to give and receive consent. Why are they teaching our children how to give and receive consent? So they can either lower or eliminate the consent laws. That means anybody can have sex with a child at any age, and they can convince that it's consensual, and it won't be illegal. They are normalizing 
sexual, um, it, there's an obsessive focus on sexual pleasure. Mm. They're introducing body fluid and blood play. What is it? How do you do it? Uh, somebody put it perfectly. Somebody put a post on our group recently, and they said, when you introduce um, blood, that's ritual. That's that's satanic satanic ritual it is and i was like oh my goodness need to stop you right there on that very poignant note let our audience digest this when we come back uh, i want to back up to the ten thousand foot view just for a second because if you're sending your kids to public school government run school government run school and you think that your kids are your kids well, you got another thing coming because along with the language and the content, there's another very important shift that's happening in the state of California. They may not be your kids any longer. We'll be back with more on the Unite IE radio show after a word from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this. Hey, Larry Elder here. Now, if you're a homeowner thinking about refinancing or you'd like to be a homeowner and aren't sure where to start, call my friend Ed Hoffman at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Rates are great right now, and from what Ed tells me, there are a lot of great opportunities out there in real estate. You need a lender you can count on, and I can vouch for Ed. He'll deal with you straight and advise you like you're part of the family. Just give Ed a call at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I know Ed. He's a good guy. He'll talk to you like a friend and won't make you feel like you've just walked into a shark tank. Now's the time to buy or refinance. Give my friend Ed Hoffman a call at Wholesale Capital Corporation. Again, 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or visit him online, wccloans.com. 855-640-2020. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 01147747. NMLS nine eight seven three And California Finance Lenders license number 603K610. AM 590. The answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show. We are talking to uh, someone who exemplifies activism in so many ways, Stephanie Yates. She founded the Facebook group and the uh, literally the message that sweeping California informed parents of California specifically to address and activate parents to push back on a brand new sex education curriculum that has metastasized in April, or I guess maybe even the beginning of May, when the California Department of Education took a vote to expand the California health framework into some brand new destructive areas. I left us off with a cliffhanger. Are parents the legal custodians, I guess, uh, any longer given the way that uh, the California Department of Education has turned. There was a slide on the uh, at the conference on Tuesday evening that gave me a perspective I hadn't really had before about this whole education matter, and it was a slide that that moved uh, from 
essentially based on rights, moved from, you know, what are the rights that students have to human rights? And it moved, merged right into civil rights. So this is coming in the back door under the notion that students have the civil right to be able to learn about human sexuality and all the things you listed before. And much more sex toys and yep. whatnot. And there was a very disturbing paragraph about uh, by the ACLU who wrote a letter to, I forget who, but I think it was a school district that was pushing back on this agenda. And essentially, the ACLU is saying parents do not have the right to determine what education what content is in the education of their children and i and stephanie i got a chill when i connected the dots on this because essentially what this is saying is that the state the government is taking control in a way that they never have before your thoughts on that my thoughts when i heard that was excuse me these are my kids they're not yours um, they expect us to pay for them and have insurance for them, but they think that they split custody with them apparently, and they don't. They have, they don't. These are not their kids. These are our kids, and you know, you. They have wakened the mama bears and the papa bears inside of us, and mm-hmm. there is no way we are going to lay down and be complacent while they steal our kids, their bodies, their minds, their souls. There's no way that's going to happen. That's not going to happen on our watch. That is not going to happen. We are going to continue to inform, equip, and activate parents in the community and families and pastors all around California, and hopefully it spreads throughout the nation because they they want our kids, and they have a sick agenda. I mean, we are looking at radical activists. We're looking at their grooming. It's institutionalized grooming. They're confusing them. They want to break down the family unit. Mm-hmm. They want to take control. I mean, I know some people don't like this, but it's like a socialist communist agenda on top of a pedophilic agenda, you know? Mm-hmm. It totally is. It's not going to happen. And you you mentioned pedophilia. You There was a clip that has made it all the way to national TV of you at the Brea School District asking for clarity about that very topic, pedophilia. Are you teaching pedophilia to our kids? And you got a stunning answer from the superintendent of the school district there. What did she tell you? Okay. So can I give you a little background on that? Of course. When I first found out about what was going on, I got informed. One of the other people that I got informed with is Karen England. I watched her videos. I went to her information meetings, and I just wrote down notes, 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 and how, what to say, what to ask for. And so I did that. I took, I took that, and, and I went to my school district. I called them up. I asked questions. I asked for everything in the curriculum. I said I went through the whole, all the, all the words to use, all, all the things. Mm-hmm. And I was given uh, the student workbook and a PowerPoint presentation printout of the sexual introduction to gender identity. And within those pages was a LGBTIQ, it said, in history. And the first bullet point said the practice of pederastry. And... God has been preparing me this for a long time. I was wondering why I would just get so um, researching pedophilia stuff. And 
I, I think this is why, because a lot of people don't know what pederastry means, and it means pedophilia specific to a man and a boy. And um, so I asked, I called, I emailed, I finally got in touch with her after a, a week, and I asked her, why is this in here? And she said, it's to show how far, far to show how far back same-sex attraction goes. And I asked, are you saying that pederastry pedophilia is a sexual orientation? And she said, no, we're just showing how far back same-sex attraction goes. And I said, to me, that's exactly what that means. Mm -hmm. And so I asked, what exactly are you teaching on this? And she said, oh, we don't don't address it. We're just showing how far back same-sex attraction goes. So she would just, those two lines over and over. I asked her every which way. So I emailed her just to recap. I said, thank you. I, you know, document, documenting everything. Yep. We brought it up finally at the school board meeting. A mom um, came and after she heard us at a school board meeting, she came and she asked, you know, asked her daughter. She got that PowerPoint presentation, the PDF that her daughter had. Mm-hmm. So this has been going on for a year. When we had our last sit out in February, we brought it up with the superintendent. He totally dismissed it as a uh, ancient history lesson. They're not. I mean, we couldn't get any actual answers, right? <laughs> We're just laughing and, at each other. You're such a yeah. sleuth. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I challenged the superintendent. I said, "You're a Christian man, right?" And he said, "Yes." I said, "Be the first superintendent to stand up and say, not in my school district, not with the kids that I oversee." Wow! It was like talking to a wall. Oh Nothing. my gosh! And he just completely dismissed um, it's a, a ancient history lesson. Tell me more of your concerns, and let me tell you how this is running down from Sacramento. Like, there was nothing. So now come this information meeting. Now, people in Brea think I was being disruptive. What they don't realize is that I know what was going on. So they had comment cards. They had comment cards at this information meeting to tell uh, the parents what's going on with the sex ed in Embraer. The comment cards are so they can determine how questions are asked and what questions are asked. And I was sure. like, oh, no, like, how am I going to do this? And then when they started, they said, make sure you write your name and your email address because we will be responding to all your questions via email. I have to leave right or he, he introduced her and the superintendent introduced the assistant superintendent. Carrie Torres and said she has to leave as soon as it's over. And so she'll answer everything via email. Mm. In that moment, I knew I need to figure out how to get questions in. So I found a moment where she talked, she said something that was not accurate about the opt out. And I asked questions and they said, you know, for me to wait that I was, you know, interrupting her presentation. So I stopped. And then as soon as it was over, I asked questions. My point to ask these questions was so that questions would be a rise mm-hmm. of what's really going on, not just an overview of AB 329, which is the law, which parents think they're finding out what's in the curriculum, and they're just getting an overview of the law. But they don't know because they don't, you know, right. they're not informed. You don't know. Yep. And the, the district knows this. So that's when I asked her. Now, since then... Um, People in Bray apparently think I'm a bully, and um, I forced her into that response. Wow. And she said that I met with her a few times in our office. I met with her once in her office. 
never did she ever give me any other answer. Interesting. She, I mean, you know, so that's kind of where that is. But they did remove it. Um, Karen England from Capital what is, Capital uh, Resource Institute. Thank you. Capital Resource Institute saw that clip. I, before I even got home, she had that posted, and within hours, the district finally responded and said, we're removing it. Amen. Now, said, yeah, right? But it took that. So the next school board meeting, I I went up, and the the superintendent tried to say, some people think that ped- pederastry has something to do with pedophilia, but it doesn't, or something like that. Oh, my gosh. And um, so I brought in definitions. So I defined words for them what it really means. Amazing. And then um, I said, I'm thankful that you removed it, but did you remove it to protect the kids or did you remove it to protect your administration? Because we've been coming to you for over a year. Wow. So. The latter, of course. It's been challenging in my community because a lot of people think I'm a bully and... Let me stop you there. Uh, Because we only have a couple of minutes left and I know you have another interview coming up. How can... How can parents get involved? And I know that many parents, when they first hear about this, it is so over the top. They won't. They they, they can't. They don't believe it. So, what do you? So, one is how can parents once they know about this get involved? And two, how do you communicate to other parents? This is real. This is bad. This is this is beyond anything you could have imagined. Bad. So the way parents can get involved, first, join our Facebook group, Inform Parents of California, because we have lots of action steps. We're showing the proof on there. Sometimes it gets cluttered with the um, people sharing articles and stuff, but we we share a lot of actual factual curriculums and proof. Um, So that's one way. Right now, tomorrow is our sex ed sit-out. We're doing a statewide sex ed sit-out. We have 43. The last count this morning was 43 counties participating in the sex ed sit out that's 48 or 43 out of 58 counties and the school the schools are going crazy i bet you and we just blew the truancy thing open and exposed the truancy lie that it's not just three days it takes a lot more of like 20 something days before any action is really taken if that um, so those are ways they need to go to their school, flood the school board meetings, flood the, the schools, um, phones, the district office. We need to start um, flooding the senators and um, assembly people's district offices in their local communities because they're not used to that. They're used to it being up in Sacramento and their call, their phones ringing off the hook on Sacramento. But we need to be informing as many people as possible. We've just scratched the surface right yep, now. We we um, have. Hey, Stephanie, give us a, a real quick word on opting out. Opt out is only in sex ed, which is sexualized education, but that doesn't and. Any other class that sexual orientation, gender identity is mentioned, or even sex, for that matter, in mm-hmm. clubs, in other classes, it's, you can't opt out of. You won't even know it's happening. The other thing, even if you have an opt out for the comprehensive sex ed education courses, it doesn't mean that they're going to honor it. We're finding that they're not honoring it. Oops. 
All right. oversight. Well, we need we yeah. need we need to break here. Unfortunately, we are out of time with you. I know you have another commitment. God bless you for the work that you're doing, for the commitment that your family is making, and for the support that you have at home from your husband in doing all this. We will have you back because as you said, there is so much more to this. Stephanie Yates, God bless you. Thank you for what you're doing. More up ahead on the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM 590 The Answer. Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate Broker License Number 01147747 NMLS 9873 and California Finance Lenders License Number 603K610. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And we have a constant and enduring theme on this radio show, Greg, and that is, you know, we love to talk to people who are taking that role seriously, the highest political, most important political office in the country. We talked just in the last segment about someone who is doing just that. Who exemplifies that. Oh, and and, in ways that we didn't even have time to get into. Stephanie Yates, who founded Informed Parents of California, who is literally, along with two other individuals, leading the charge to wake up parents throughout California and any concerned citizen about the depravity of this new sex ed curriculum that has been brought in. Uh, through s- separate pieces of legislation. And that actually ties into our next guest and the conference that she organized. And you might, th- at first blush, might not think so. And we have on the line with us Karen Sigmund, who is the president of the American Freedom Alliance, which is dedicated to preserving Western civilization and its values. And when there was a conference back on May the 5th, May 5th, that you and I both attended, entitled The Long March. The left's revolution by other means, long march to the institutions and what we can do about it. And we learned, that, in fact, Rebecca Friedrichs, our friend and activist, was was one of the speakers there, that the XXX sex education is actually part of this much larger assault on our culture and our principles and values that underlie our country and Western civilization. And to help us sort of explain that, and that's kind of like lead from one to the other, we have Karen Sigmund on the line, who I said is the president of the organization. And I learned, and I, I had known Karen in that role, but I did not know what she had done previously, that during the Cold War, she was... A, 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 she was an, was an engineer or a she scientist. was a communist. What? No, that was it. She and David Horowitz hung out together when they were both red diaper babies. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you're mistaking her for um, John Brennan. <laughs> How dare I? Yeah, but she she she, she was a uh, scientist. She was working on sonar during the Cold right. War. 
and then she goes and gets a gets a gets, goes back to school after the after the end of the Cold War and gets a degree in uh, looking for the through, through the article here uh, in. You, you international t- relations. International relations, and she goes in right. a whole in a, in a whole different direction. And she has been teaching at a private elite high school. She teaches math and ancient Greece in French. No, no, just math. Just, just, math. just math. Just math. Just math in French. Yeah, uh, no, I teach it in English. Yes, but, um, I was just making sonar sounds to try and make you feel at home. <laughs> You pinging at me? Yeah. I was pinging you. I was pinging you. <laughs> yeah, not, you know, we, we, we are on a budget here at United IE Radio, so Don also serves as our sound effects department. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever necessary. How are you, Karen? I'm terrific. Thank well, you. It's, it's great. Yeah, I did used to do that. Thank you for taking time away from a very busy schedule leading an organization yeah. that puts on cutting-edge conferences and, of course, uh, your job. Now, we learned shortly after the conference that this conference had some unexpected impacts for some yeah. of the folks that uh, were involved in putting it on. And we're going to get to that in a moment, some major impact, actually. But uh, yeah. first, let's just talk about what is the long march through the institutions and what was the purpose of the conference? You know, really so glad to be talking about the conference because what happened next sort of eclipsed it. The Long March, um, Karl Marx and his buddy Engels had said, workers of the world unite, you know, they really thought that the workers would overthrow capitalism because of, you know, because they thought they would. But it turns out the workers of the world were pretty okay with capitalism and the rising of middle class opportunities. So a bunch of guys, um, many Many people had the thought that instead of an economic revolution, they would do it by um, in taking over, becoming part of, and then taking over and subverting major cultural institutions, education, um, medicine, law, national security, um, science, religion, every major social institution that's big, huge part of our civic life and political life. They were going to become a part of, gut the core of it, and replace it with socialist agenda. This has been going on for a long time. And when we walk around, and I run into people all the time, we say, can you believe the sex ed thing, or can you believe the bathroom thing, or can you believe, you know, Agenda 21 or whatever? None of this is new. This has all literally been part of the left revolution, literally, by other means. Education, the purpose of education we all have come to recognize this. It's no longer about actually educating. Science isn't science. It's all about climate change. History isn't about history. It's all about the evils of America. Mm. Um, English isn't English anymore. It's all about uh, propagating various pornography and weird gender twisting and so on. And, of course, the sex ed thing that's part of it. So we felt it was important, we as American Freedom Alliance, of which I am the president, as you pointed out, thought that when people are aware of this thing as one concerted, designed, orchestrated, at least in its early stages, one entire whole, that once you see it that way, you can counter it with much more knowledge than if you're just sort of playing whack-a-mole with stuff. If you get how all these puzzle pieces fit together, 
you can start to combat it with just greater intelligence with smarter tactics and strategies. So that was that was the goal. And as you mentioned, we did lead with education. We had two panels on education, including with Rebecca Friedrich, because that's where the most pervasive and pernicious indoctrination happens with little kids. Lennon had said, give, give me the children for four years. And that's what we keep doing. We give them the children. No matter how we fight in the political realm, as long as the left is subverting our culture through our institutions, and especially education, we're never really going to make any sustainable headway. And the sex ed thing, not only is it, is it profoundly corrupting, it, it subverts their identity, and I, and I think gets pointed out as well, it's subverting the role of the family and the choices that are being made for their children. Mm. And that's one of the most dangerous aspects of this long march. Well, that is a very good summary of the conference. We need to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will get into a little bit of the detail of what was shared. I believe the YouTube videos of the conference are, have been diligently right. archived and yep. Uh, yep. prepared and are now up. And I would encourage people to see, to, to, to view this from the comfort of their own home, although they won't have the benefit of that amazing lunch that you always serve at the uh, location <laughs> the of your great. Oh, and the power of over two hundred people in this room in Los Angeles—that power is tremendous. The videos are fabulous, but being in a room with over two hundred people in LA on this topic. To me, there's nothing like it. Amen. There really isn't. We're going to take a break to hear from our sponsor for this half hour. And when we return, we'll get into some of the key points that were uh, uh, shared at this very important conference, the Long March Through the Institutions with Karen Sigmund, when we come back after this message. From All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased to have on the line with us Karen Sigmund, who, uh, after being a... Uh, engineer or scientist on sonar in the Cold War, became an expert on international relations, and her doctorate was in uh, education and American culture, is now the president of the American Freedom Alliance, just finished a very successful conference, very informative conference that both you and I, Don, attended all day on a Sunday, May 5th, entitled The Long March to the Institutions, The Left's Revolution by Other Means. And... Two, two, two points. Ronald Reagan said that freedom is only one generation away 
from extinction. We have to teach it. We have to pass it on to the next generation. And the other by George Orwell, who said that Hmm. uh, he who controls the past controls the future, and he who controls the present controls the past. And we see that, you mentioned education in our last segment, we see that going on all the time of changing our past, changing what we think about the past and and who we are as a nation from being, learning about the, the... George Washington's heroic crossing of the Delaware to save the revolution or Gettysburg and Joshua Chamberlain's heroic stand on the key second day of the battle that preserved that key position for the Union and may have actually preserved the Union by his defense there and so on and so on. Doolittle's raid on Tokyo on the 30 seconds over Tokyo and so on to learning how what a terrible country America is. Right. The revisionism of our history, it's tragic in in so many ways. But yeah, we're graduating students who feel nothing but shame, where they should be feeling incredible pride. And imagine being told every day that your nation is something to be ashamed of instead of being literally the greatest force for good ever. And, and yeah, controlling the past having the statues come down and just everything that we're seeing, everything that we see every day that horrifies us, it's all part and parcel of the exact same thing. Denigrating anything that's good, elevating everything that's evil, um, because you, we have to be crushed. It really is all about destroying Western civilization, and that is what that conference and here's was a- about. And yeah. One of the things that's amazing to me is you look at the rise of Western civilization, say roughly 1500 to present, and you look at that compared to the whole rest of human history in terms of the progress of human rights, including the rights of women. At least in Western civilization, the abolition of slavery, it still exists in some Muslim areas, but the virtual worldwide abolition of slavery that had been around as long as there had been any human civilization, slavery had been around. Scientific progress, economic progress, you look at the standard of living of people because of Western, so so you you go down the line, self-government, freedom, democracy, and, and this tremendous uplift, the greatest uplift of humanity in all of yeah. the thousands of years of human civilization has occurred under Western civilization, all of a sudden the left now decides they don't like that. This cannot stand. Right. And it's shocking and it's dangerous. It's, but this is exactly what they do. We, this is exactly what they do. And you're right. It, it is the one thing throughout all of human history that's elevated or has the potential to elevate each and every one of us to our greatest possible potential, which includes the greatest freedoms man has ever known. How can one be against that? And But but they are. It must be crushed. Everything that has to do with ind- individuals, with independent thought, with Judeo-Christianity that's un- that underpins all of this, has to be destroyed. And again, that's what the... Long March was all about the media. We, right, we talked about education, but it's the media, it's Hollywood, it's national security, it's it's the churches have been infiltrated and decimated. It and just the very notion of of religious freedom is gone. Families, as we were talking about, gender, the gender confusion that they're sowing, part of the sex ed thing, but it's 
it's everywhere. The open Not borders and mass immigration is, is also part of this, both in Europe and in America. Exactly. And, and what we're seeing every single day, every single day, is part of all that they had set in motion and that still continues to be in motion. And if we don't fight it, you, you quote Ronald Reagan, we don't carry it in our bloodstream. We have to fight it. And because we have not been actively fighting this over the decades, now all of a sudden what we see is schools don't teach, they indoctrinate. The media doesn't report, it propagandizes. Churches don't um, teach the word of God, they evangelize weird um, leftist narratives all the way on up to the Pope. Science isn't science anymore. It's about climate change and national security. Well, hopefully, at some point, we'll, we seem to be getting back on track that national security is about defending our national security instead of destroying it, as we had seen under Obama and in the early days of the Trump administration, Trump administration with the deep state still doing what it could to subvert. So they've been at this a long time, and we've let it go. And and what we're seeing every day is the consequences of having let this go in every single arena. Which is which is why I have put my application into the brand new Space Force. I'm in consideration for being one of the astronauts on the first manned mission to Mars because that's the only place that I think you can go in order to get away from this. So I, 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 be, I wish you all the best in solving Western civilization's potential demise. But I'm out, man. I'm punching out. Beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> we were just watching a documentary about the Apollo program, and the pride at that time in the 60s, early 70s, we were, we've still literally been the only nation to land men on the moon. And that's because we have this spirit of adventure, of accomplishment, of rising to a challenge. But wait, wait, so Karen, Karen, you, America, mi- you missed the point of that mission. It was it was an expression of white male supremacy that has you know, to end in this country. Uh, the fact that there was not a black female on that mission is complete evidence that there is the, yeah. the patriarchy and white supremacism is still alive in our institutions and it must be squashed. It must be squashed. Yeah. And, 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 and of course, getting the right answer about the orbital velocity is, is I mean, that's not as important as the uh, skin color of the person. But actually, I mean, just, just, as an, just as an aside, I watched this movie, yeah. and what was what Hidden Figures. And, yeah. and it, was an, it was an amazing story. And it was really before computers came, came on, is NASA used a cadre of black females to do a lot of the mathematical computations. Wow, for the right. for the for the space program, and it was it was it was it was really an amazing story. If you if you have not seen this movie, um, I would I would heartily recommend it because it, it, it really ultimately what they did is because this woman was able to do the work, and they were able to do the work, they were they they relied on their mathematical computations, and it wasn't because oh we need to have a black woman in here, it was because right. they could do the job. It was, at that time, still a meritocracy. Can you get the job done? Yes or no. All the rest didn't really matter. Now they were treated, and the movie was terrific. But now it really is. If you look at more recent shuttle 
launches, and I was just at the California Science Center. It really is all about what is that group photo going to look like. Mm. So we've we've come a long way from that. And I would even, you know, aside from the skin color, now, you know, it really scares me about our, our science programs because it's become not just skin color. And Obama had said our our mission is to have Muslims, you know, involved or whatever. I, I don't care. Can we just not be not even think about? One Does that mean my chances so my chances of getting selected for Space Force have just evaporated? Um, oh, I don't know. You, unless you convert, you got you got to convert. <laughs> no, uh, and, well, you have to transform into something. Yeah, yeah, Don, yeah, Don, yeah. Don's Don's becoming a black female lesbian. Well, I was, yeah, right. All all we have to do these days is identify as that other thing. I, I, but it's I, also not only that, but how do you? feel about this and how do you feel about that the idea that anybody was hired because they were exceptional in math or whatever these days it's really not like that it's right aoc just said it well maybe our facts are wrong but you got to admit my feelings are about this thing are right and that's what we're yeah. that's that's also what's happening is just, just, we're I'll, make one more, I'll make one more quick point about this movie is there was an opening scene in a segregated School where the where the lead, one of the lead characters was as was a was in back in K twelve school, and the level of they were all well dressed, immaculately yeah. behaved, and the, the teacher was it was there in his bow tie, and the, the the level of academic performance that was going on in that classroom, in this you know, segre, you know, terrible segregation, the segregated school, all blacks, the teacher was black, all the students were black in this classroom, was far beyond anything you would find in almost any government run school. Today and it was, Today. It, was, it was it was kind of amazing right. to see. We need to take a break here, but then we're going to talk about freedom of speech and some of the, and the reaction that you've suffered after this conference, yeah. after this word from All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We have a private citizen on the phone with us right now, Karen Sigmund. She's the president of the American Freedom Alliance, which put on a conference on May 5th, essentially outlining what the long march through the institutions is and the impact of cultural Marxism into nearly every aspect of American life with the express purpose of essentially bringing western civilization to its knees it can't be done without america but we have seen over the past several months individuals that and some news organizations that have been what's called deplatformed individuals mm-hmm. like laura loomer uh, infowars um i i some of the names are escaping me right now, but David, uh, not David, David Horowitz, even. Yeah, he, his Twitter account was taken down. Yep. Robert Spencer deplatformed and demonetized. And so, so this is this is happening. If you dare speak out against or 
shine the the sanctifying, sanitizing light of daylight on this plan. We have these institutions now that have grown up. Uh, the, the, the technocracy that's uh, up in Silicon Valley that is wielding some incredible power, and that power came home to roost on you, Karen. What <laughs> happened to you? And tell us a little bit about that. We've got about two minutes left. Right. So May 5th was our conference. May 6th, literally the very next day, I was told that the school where I've been teaching the last four years, and in fact, where I had gone as a child, so I have very close emotional ties to it. I've been teaching math here for the last four years. I've taught for longer, but here for four, informed me that my contract would not be renewed because of my widely publicized views. And one of the quotes that was used to explain their decision was that I had said something at an AFA conference in defense of Western civilization, that it's brought the greatest good to the greatest number of people of anywhere, and we're all the beneficiaries of it, even those who aren't from here. And somehow that was this was twisted. I, I can't even wrap my mind around it, but somehow that was deemed as hostile, and that I therefore reject people not from here. So this was used in... De- my defense of Western civilization was used as defense for letting me go as a teacher. Nothing to do with my teaching, nothing to do with anything I've actually said to students. Um, but my activities as president of the American Freedom Alliance, an organization that defends Western civilization, was reason for terminating me. And so mon- Sunday I'm informing about the Long March. Monday I'm a casualty, literally, of it. An alternative voice cannot be tolerated. We have teachers here who wear resist T-shirts, who wear shirts that say, I'm with her. We have teachers who say that the election of Donald Trump was the worst thing to ever happen to the United States. They called it like another 9-11. On and on and on. But my activities defending Western civilization cannot be tolerated. So there we have it. They're gutting us from everywhere, from social media. I've been... The outpouring from people has been extraordinary. Other teachers, people in all kinds of fields where they're surrounded by people on the left who over the years, we've watched this under Obama, have gotten insanely intolerant, even as they scream about tolerance. Karen, we are going to have to leave it there. We are, we are up against a hard break here. But this, but this, I'll just very quickly, this assault on freedom of speech is another key element of the left's assault on Western civilization because, as Benjamin Franklin said, whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. And this economic warfare, of which you are just one casualty, is one of the key ways in which they're doing it. Thank Karen, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for running AFA and everything you do. Go Fund Me campaign to help support all of us fighting back. We will, we will direct that to folks that are uh, from our Facebook page. We will do so. Thank you, Karen. Perfect. Tune in next Thank week. Thank you. For another edition of Unite, IE Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.